Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making his weekly appearance on the weekend, is the author of two books, one of them serviceable, and a contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, the home for all baseball fans, Dane Perry. It is at this time in this episode that I present the Dane Perry disclaimer, which is to say those listeners who've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that is present in the electronic pages of Fangraphs will be sorely disappointed by the content that follows. However, those listeners who've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for a discussion with the saddest man there is, someone who's alienated both friends and family and employers past and present, prepare to be entirely satisfied. For this Saturday edition of Fangraphs Audio, I've caught up with Dane Perry at his hotel on the outskirts of Detroit, by which outskirts I mean Dearborn, Michigan. In what follows, we find Dane Perry having just taken a shower and moments later receiving a vegetarian dish via room service at the aforementioned hotel. It's Fangraphs Audio. It features America's saddest sports writer, Dane Perry, and it begins right now. No. Uh-uh. No? No? No. Oh. All right. No. Nope. All right. No. How are you, coward? Oh, Dean, why start with that sort of language? Let's build to it. Hold on. i got to put a shirt on. All right, I put a shirt on. Well, uh, I guess why did you I not have I just got out of a young man's hot shower. Oh, yeah. That's probably why, because yeah. I had uh, sent you a text message to let you know uh, that, in fact, I was ready 15 minutes ago to start. Oh, well, la-di-da. La-di-da. Yes. Let me just uh, let me just lay it out for the listeners here. Yeah. Okay. We've got one man, myself, who's doing work, who is toiling away at his chosen profession. We've got another man, Sestouli, who is essentially the Greek economy-made man. He is lazy, he is dependent upon others, and he expects everyone else to cater to his little schedule, which involves brunches with pregnant people. For, formerly pregnant people. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly okay. pregnant, formerly pregnant people. Um, yeah, I met, uh, I know, uh, Kelly and I know a couple, my wife and I know a couple, uh, yeah. and yeah. the lady was, yeah. uh, pregnant. Um, uh-huh. partially, uh, partially uh, by by a consequence of her own actions, partially uh, because of her husband. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was a. It takes two to tango. It also takes two to impregnate a lady. That's right. Yeah. Yes, right. it does. Yeah. And uh, so. And so she has calved her her spawn. She has. Yeah. Already. And yeah. uh, it, well, it was the typical nine months. Although I did. Um, she's very funny. She's from uh, New England. The the wife is. Oh, sounds awful. No, yeah. she no, she's not. She's uh, she's very funny, uh, but she's not like she's never fake nice. If you know, uh, and this is a problem. I'm glad I'm not a woman for a number of reasons, but one of them is because um, you have to constantly uh, be wary of the fact that you're not acting like a bitch 
and that people think you're not acting like a bitch. Whereas you, a man right. could do frequently could do the same thing, and this is oh, this is how a man behaves. But for a woman, you have to pretend to be nice. She does not care for those sorts of um, airs. She will just, uh, which is something I enjoy about her. Um, but uh, she, uh, yes, yeah, so she she had this uh, baby, uh, and then uh, but the last week or so, she was supposed to have given birth and had not yet. And she's a person who likes to do work, uh, and uh, but she just said this. They're watching Ellen, and she was uh, she was unhappy. She was demonstrably miffed. Uh, so there you go. But uh, yeah, met her kid and uh, and the husband. Was this sort of a fact finding mission for you too? Oh it, yeah, I, I don't understand anything about children, and so these are like yeah. two of the first people I know. Or like actual friends of ours who have also had a child. And so, yes, there is – I am curious right. about it at all times. I don't really count you for a number right. of reasons. Right. You Understandably. Because neither, yeah. neither my wife and I are felons, and so I feel like it's already – Yes. It's already, already a, different, yeah. a different starting place. Yeah. yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Um, actually, I was talking with uh, Appleman and Cameron the other day, and we were talking about felons and voting rights. And uh, uh-huh. there is a wide array of um, of rights for for felons, uh, in, so far as yeah. voting is concerned. In some states, like I think half of them, you can never vote again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in, in two of them, you can vote actually while you're in prison. Well, well. what was it like for you? That is, uh, uh, well, I was told I can't vote or own a gun, but I can vote with a gun. Mm-hmm. Which is what I've been doing. Yep. Yeah. Casting your vote. Now you are a man who's working, Dan Perry. You are. I am. I'm, I'm coming to you live from Dearborn, Michigan. Right. Uh, birthplace of Derek Lowe. Is that true? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I believe Derek Lowe. Yeah, and uh, Jason Vertek is from not yeah. that far away. If I'm not mistaken. It was also adopted home of uh, Henry Ford. Who, uh, Possible. Invented the, the Hummer and said awful things about Jews. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. don't do anything with their life. He did at least two things. Yeah. Yes, yes, at least two. Invented that car yes. and uh, said it yeah. found time. Found time when yes. he wasn't inventing the car or at least streamlining its manufacture. Uh, he yes. found time for anti-Semitic yes. remarks. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I, I said, was, uh, some of us do nothing. Not uh, oh, a few years ago, I was uh, uh, coming through some newspaper archives Um Researching 1930s baseball, and there was a uh, a uh, op-ed in a Henry Ford-owned newspaper, and the headline was "The Problem with Baseball?" Question mark Too much Jew? No, it. Uh, please. Yes. 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 True fact. Um, too much Jew. Urban Michigan newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, now is this when when would Hank Greenberg have played for the Tigers? Uh, that would have been a bit later. A bit later, okay. Yeah. Um, a few years later. I suppose it would have changed your opinion if the best player in your team were a Jew. You would say, well, now now there's just the right amount of Jew. Well, yeah. yeah. This was in reference to Arnold Rothstein and his ilk, uh, you know, fixing games and whatnot. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that actually sounds no, like no, uh, you know, no right wise Protestant had anything to do with that. It's. It sounds like. Um, um, it sounds like that yeah. would be uh, something that uh, would fit in the pages of Nutcrafts. It, it might. Yeah. yeah. 
It reminds me yeah. of another article by whom I forget, but it, it appeared in Esquire, I believe, sometime in the late 70s, an oh. article called The Ultimate Argument Starter. <laughs> if you were to come up with a best of team um, <laughs> for any number of uh, ethnicities or nationalities, who would who would win? And so it you know it was different in, in the tone of it was different in the in the 70s of course. Um, yes. But like if you if you came up with the team the all time best team of Italians versus the Jews versus Latin Americans oh. versus okay. um, the the word Negro might have been used. The word Negro. <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly assume so. Yeah. It's possible yeah. the word Negro was used. Yeah. Um, but if you were to if you were to compile all those teams, oh, and I think like polls, yeah. you know. Po- Best Polish team, and then oh, maybe boy, just best regular whites. And I think they said regular whites, normal, normal whites. <laughs> Did they have a filthy Catholics team? I think that the, I, there are a lot of cat. I think that you could break them up because there is an Italian. You know, there is an Italian team. Yeah, Italian, Irish. Yeah, you could probably really do a kick-ass Catholic team. Yeah, yeah I think that wouldn't be fair though. I mean, because uh, I mean, it's not such the case anymore. But especially mid-century. Catholics were really producing. They were mass-producing, yeah. really. I mean, they essentially, yeah. they were the Henry Fords of reproduction. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably with some anti-Semitism. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, yeah. you know, everyone yeah. could maybe make a little bit of time and energy for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What about, uh, a, uh, what about an all-racist team? <laughs> that would be the... Well, you can I mean, probably you're gonna have a hell of a center fielder out there. Chris <laughs> Speaker was a big racist too. Who was? You could probably have a. I think Chris Speaker was a big. I mean, I'm assuming everyone back then was a huge racist. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you could probably put a pretty good team on the field by doing that. Do we know the best? Uh, best all Eric time. Eric Shaw coming out of the bullpen. What? Eric Shaw? Wasn't yeah. he like mid '80s relief pitcher or starter for? I think he was like John Burke Society guy, and uh, I believe he. Uh, he might have been a. Uh, he might have known a thing or two about a thing or two about racist literature in the basement or something. You know? Eric, I always called him Eric Show, but I guess that's. Uh, but I had never. This is sort of the time. Incorrect. When I was, okay, yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I'm going to take this to Wikipedia. I'm 99 percent sure I'm talking about Eric Show, but I'm going to take this to Wikipedia just to make sure I'm not sullying the name of a good man. Yeah, if we sully a name, but well, while you're doing that, I will tell you a brief. Briefly, I will describe a joke. I won't actually tell a joke, but I will describe oh, a joke. Oh, that sounds great. It's very entertaining. Don't worry. Yeah. By uh, Louis C.K. He, he his joke is that um, the problem with the word Jew is that well, not necessarily a problem. I guess the unique quality of it is that it is both. The racist term for a thing and also the actual term for a thing. It's just a question on how you say it. So you could just say Jew. Oh, he's a Jew. I'm a Jew. You could just say that. And that means a Jewish person. Yeah. But if you could say it, you could just say it like a little nasty. Just say Jew. Right. Then that's yeah. that's racist suddenly. And he says he has a little dream. Is He wants one day – he wants Obama when he's talking. He wants him just to hit that middle point. Where it's like, and I just want to say that the the uh, Jews are here, and but like just to get it right in the middle, just to get on the cusp of that, <laughs> just so he's riding that line. And people, eh, was that maybe it was a little, and then but no, you don't know though. You don't know for a fact. Yeah, you don't know for a fact. Uh, but See, that it sounds it sounds along those lines. It sounds so much better to say he's Jewish than it does to say he's a Jew. It, maybe it, yeah, maybe it, he is. He's Jewish. I think it's it sounds, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas it doesn't have the, whereas the malice. The way yeah. we talk about um, certain 
um, mental difficulties, mental diseases, we would say, for example, wow. he has schizophrenia as opposed to he is schizophrenic. So maybe we could say he has Judaism. That would be the most <laughs> gentle way of saying that. He has Judaism. I don't know if I will say if I feel comfortable saying he's Jewish, though. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard you utter that exact phrase. You said he has Judaism and there is no known cure. Well, I'm one of the – I'm one of uh, – I mean, I'm, there, I'm sure there are others like me. I am – I'm what you call a – I don't know actually what the, what the, the word for is, uh, but I want to be Jewish. I want desperately to be born – to have been born out of a Jewish woman, and I want to come from a – a, from a, a fantastic Jewish family like I knew when I went to my mm-hmm. important New England boarding school. This is the first time mm-hmm. I met uh, Jewish people and I would do, you know, I go over to people's houses and uh, um, I don't know if this is the case for all Jewish families all over the world, but I know that a lot of the families who, uh, you know, were involved with the school that I attended as a, uh, as a high schooler uh, mm-hmm. were fantastic, very loving, and also yeah. uh, it was a great tradition uh, both of uh, in the intellect within the family and also the the tradition of the religion itself, um, and then of course you have uh, you know like the sort of whole you know Woody Allen type you know neurotic background. Yeah. I love it all. I love it all. But uh, I find the uh, I find the religious traditions to be pretty fascinating. All of yeah, them to the point that I have also harbored secret desires to be born a Jew. Yeah, and yet that Just that has been they, uh, uh, yeah yeah. yeah. That has been taken away from us. Well, you flirted with the the Christian side of it because uh, you were born – your dad's a Methodist or something like that, Baptist? Baptist, Southern yeah. Baptist. And, now you, yeah. and then you converted because of your wife? Well, because of Reverend Ricky Edwards' arrest. That's what directly led to it? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. All right. What, uh, um, so are you done sullying or have you sullied the correct man? Yeah, I sullied the correct. Eric Shaw confirms. Okay. Uh, by the unassailable and unimpeachable Wikipedia. Right. Um, yeah. Well, we you've done some triangulating at least, or at least you've created two points of the triangle. Your yeah, but your, I mean he's he has passed, so I can hardly libel a dead man. So. Wait, is that also true? Eric Shaw is dead. Yeah. But he was again, didn't he pitch in the eighties? Don't you know anything about anything? I don't I know some things about some things, but I do not know much about Eric Shaw, I guess. Eric Shaw is dead. Yeah. He oh. died in ninety four, it says. Yeah. He is dead. Wow. He did not live long at all. And it looked like he had problems he with uh, drug abuse as well. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. He was wow. Streaming streaming eight people in the streets of San Diego one time or something. Wow. And what is John Birch? I, 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 let me let me give the uh, let me give the uh listener heads up here and that uh, you're going to get me experience uh, excuse me you're going to experience my receiving room service very soon oh we are all looking yeah. forward to it I have ordered a delightful salad and pasta dish yeah here at the Dearborn Inn and it I'm going be arriving to su- momentarily I'm going to submit that Eric yeah. Shaw was full of contradictions or at least he was full of he was certainly contained multitudes yeah, um, so the jazz, them, a racist jazz musician. Yeah. yeah, right, a racist jazz musician. Yes. Yeah, I love this music given to us by the yeah. people I hate the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was wow. Maybe maybe it was sort of like we we're discussing, like we um, perhaps not so secretly uh, would like to have been born in, into a Jewish family. This is for him. Well, he harbored a grudge always uh, that he could not have been. A, a, a young black man. You could not have been born to a black family. So instead, uh, right. so he begrudged them that. 
while also yeah. enjoying their music. Yes. Yeah. Enjoying their outputs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he also yeah. did a lot of the same drugs, it seems as though the most famous jazz musicians did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They knew a thing or two about doing the right drugs. They do. I think that that is uh, certainly Coltrane's legacy, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and I think maybe Miles Davis uh, experimented a little bit. You know, I can think of worse things than doing drugs in New York, say, in the 50s. Yeah. You know? Like what? Yeah. Uh, not many. I mean, I, I can, you know, pretty much everything is worse than that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. uh, So let's talk, let's see, so you are currently in, uh, not Detroit proper, it seems like, you are in, uh, you are in Dearborn. There is not a single hotel room to be found in downtown Detroit. Oh, right, because before you were staying at some manner of uh, Courtyard, is that right? Courtyard Marriott? Courtyard Marriott downtown. Now three, I'm at the Dearborn Inn. Yeah, it's 333 East Jefferson, I believe. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, and being that I am in a suburban location, I have treated myself to a temporary dalliance with a 2012 Dodge Avenger. Oh, wow. Wow. Let's just say I arrived last night. Uh, my flight landed about 1245 uh, a.m. And I uh, made it to the rental counter by, which was off-site, uh, by about 2 a.m. So let's just say I had a chance to open her up on vacant roads last night. <laughs> I let those horses run. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Is there yeah. anything more American than opening up a Dodge Avenger on the streets of Michigan? I don't know. Are Dodges made in Michigan too? Is that a uh, part of the Ford? Or, I, I you know, know, I assume everything's imported at this point, except the actual, you know, body. But, right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything uh, about yes. that, but um, it yeah. does look like yeah. a, it looks like an athletic car. It has sort yeah. of like this body that um, a couple of players in the majors do, like like a Dan Ugla or um, <laughs> or Scott Hairston. It's these bodies. Okay. Do you know? It's these thick, yeah. thick body. I mean. I mean, obviously, yeah. Ugla's biceps are silly, but even like his, like, even his thighs, just the way that they are constructed, yeah. those are, it yeah. looks like as soon as he retires from from professional baseball, he will become obese immediately. Like, he has a sort of body where, are you exchanging cash for food right now? No, I'm not. I'm, um, I'm making some coffee, so you feel free to continue talking. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Just, will you, you'll, you'll, you'll make it clear to uh, everyone, uh, right? I think it's, uh, hold everything. Hello. Hold everything. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yes, come on in. Apologize for being on the phone. No. It's sort of a dick move. I did. All right, here, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Sounds very friendly. I wonder what sort of tip we're going to get here. Okay. That's really... Okay, great. That's the question. No Dane, very little. Excellent. Thank you. I did bring Parmesan cheese outside just in case you like that kind. Okay. I also brought crushed red peppers on the side, salt and pepper, about oh. butter, but... She's, she's looking for a little bit more money, okay. and uh, okay, she deserves it at this point. Okay, so making very clear what she has, what services she has provided. Yeah. Very thorough at uh, this uh, hotel. Okay, thanks very much. I think uh, I would be very happy with the service. I don't know if uh, it meets Dane's lofty standards. Thank you. However. I'll see. Certainly. Certainly. Thank you. Oh, she, she's very, you. Uh, very sweet. Very sweet. I thought I handled that well. I thought you did. Yeah. What sort yeah. of tip you give her? I, I got to tell you, I, I 
obviously I'm yet to taste what I've ordered, but yeah. I gotta say it looks pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. What'd you yeah. tip her again? I am, Sorry? I am pleased with my decision. What? What'd you tip her again? What'd you tip her? Uh, I did 20%. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Not a beast, you know. Yeah. 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 And what are we working with? Should I say CBS tipped her twenty percent? Well, I'm not sure. Hello. Yeah. Pasta salad, Uh, you said. Pasta salad. I think I I exceeded my per diem in one meal, so. Mm. Um, Uh, No, just a uh, lovely uh, linguine vegetable dish, uh, primavera, and uh, uh, I'll be starting with a uh, Dearborn salad. Okay, I would like you to tell me before we go any further. Because I do have some yes. questions to ask. Uh, what, can you tell? What do you know about the John Birch Society, of which Eric Shaw, I should say, the late Eric Shaw, was a member? Uh, not too much, other than they were a uh, extremist group, right wing group, oh, with actually some political clout, but they're still pretty extremist. And uh, you know, this was the days of Rockefeller Republicans and all that, so they were particularly extreme by the uh, standards of the times. Yeah. I think uh, in today's times, we would call them uh, the base. <laughs> it appears as though, um, yeah, it appears as though they're ne- they are now based in Wisconsin, which is where I live. Is that right? Yeah, it says headquarters, Appleton, Wisconsin. Good Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And they publish a, uh, they publish the New American. Are you familiar with that? They publish um, what? The New American. The New American? Oh, that's me. Yeah. No, you're a 40-year-old American. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but I recently reaffirmed my, uh, renewed my vows to the country. <laughs> to the country? <laughs> yes. You can do that like you can go to immigration offices and renew your vows. You're like, um, yeah. I- I'm definitely, I ain't I no foreigner. Uh, yes. I was seized by patriotism recently and, and undertook this. And it was yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you, go on a, did you go on a honeymoon with your patriotism? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got the suite, and I uh, told her, this is going to hurt you more than it does me. Yeah. And I absolutely punished her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gross. I, so, I, you're, so you're out yeah. now in the suburbs. I am no longer going to be able to put off a bite of this delicious-looking good one. Get in there. Get in there. Mm. That is delightful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you that have the delightful. greatest ratio of patriotism to meat-eating, the highest ratio of patriotism to meat consumption? You know, if I'm not mistaken, Thomas Jefferson very rarely ate meat. Very rarely. How often do you eat it? Yeah. Yeah. How often do you um, eat it? I had some in 1996 last. Yeah. So I think that you might have the largest ratio of patriotism to meat consumption. That's all I'm going to submit right there. Yeah, that, you know, I uh, I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. All right, so listen, uh, we have you out in Dearborn, uh, Michigan right now. It's a little pepper. Yeah. And you are going to go from there uh, via automobile. Will you be riding with anyone else? Because I know uh, who else is out there? Snyder? Is Snyder in the hotel with you? Matt Snyder uh, was... Uh, Lucky enough to secure downtown oh. combinations. Yeah. And sorry, what publication? So we'll be taking the People Mover, which moves people. Yes, and uh, what publication do you both write for? It's C. What's the name? Uh, CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, the home for all baseball fans. Okay, all right. 
I forgot. I forgot. I forgot briefly. And it, uh, did Danny? Where's Danny Nobler then? Where? Where's your? You know. uh, Danny. Danny will be there. Your keeper is your keeper out in Dearborn, or is he down? Is he getting moved? Hardworking Danny Nobler. Yeah. I am unaware of where he's staying, but mm-hmm. he will be there. Hard at work by the time I even arrive. And then just. I'm sure. And what is your? And what? What, are you, what are you being tasked with doing? Are you going to be covering men's room lines? Again, yes. or, or uh, uh, something along that? I am, uh, I am to take pictures of poo. Right. I noticed, yeah. I, but if I'm not mistaken, you yeah. snapped a shot of the Tigers' celebration um, of their um, seconds after th- um, their clinching Game 4 victory, their ALCS clinching Game 4 victory. You snapped a photo of their celebration from the field. Confirmed. That... I, w- I am surprised, um, given your criminal record, that you were allowed that close yeah. to such well-compensated uh, members right. members of uh, of that baseball team. I was in a uh, uh, a Hannibal Lecter gurney and mask, so it's not trouble to be celebrating members of the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, but you were allowed that close. I was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Great surprise. in the system, one might say. Yeah. Now, where are you going to park downtown? Do, do you have that figured out? Uh, I am told there is a lot at Ford Field, home of the ass Detroit Lions. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I will uh, see if the rumors are true. Okay. All right. You still have to street, investigate that. Street scuttlebutt. Street level scuttlebutt has it that I can park there. Right. And you will likely be getting to the ballpark before the common man. Yeah? Hours before the common man. Right. right. I will polish off my meal. Uh, well, actually, I'll hang up with you first, then finish my meal, Yeah. and then make my way to Comerica Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, and, which, may I add, is a lovely facility. Yeah, you can add it. You yeah. do, if you're possible, it, you need to get uh, in touch with that gentleman you saw who, with the Detroit versus Everybody shirt. And that is, I, I started doing a fan of the day type thing. Okay. And uh, I want to find that guy. And we can find yeah. us, wait, sorry, we can find this where? Uh, CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, uh-huh. home for all baseball fans. Who is the most recent? Uh... Uh, Rita. Okay. Yeah. Lovely Rita. All right, I'm gonna. I'll go check out Rita. And the day before that, it was a guy with a giant's motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who has been to Tim Linscombe's house? Oh. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. I did not confirm this with Mr. Linscombe, though. Okay. Yeah. Now let's yeah. Uh, let's move on. I want to. Uh, I actually want to. I want to continue a tradition uh, that we've established uh-huh. on the on the podcast. The life. The life of salad. Okay. I want to establish, uh, or I want to continue a tradition we've established, which is, um, um, which is at, ta- cherries in it. at times what? when I am unable to, um, or when you refuse to respond to my emails about uh, the, concerning, the, 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 I'm working concerning yeah. matters other than the podcast, although the podcast itself, I will attempt to resolve uh, those mm-hmm. questions on air, mm-hmm. and that's what's about to happen. I recently. Oh, okay. Emailed you. I look forward to this. I recently emailed you, and I noted that my lovely wife and I would be renting oh, a yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be renting mm-hmm. a car on the Tuesday 
mm-hmm. the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, such that we might drive it over to Grand Rapids, Michigan, where we'll be celebrating with her family, whom I love uh-huh. as well. Yeah. Uh, we will be celebrating Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now, a question. Mm-hmm. In the event that you were around, we would like, because I don't think our wives have met, and I don't even think uh, my wife has met you, um, uh, we would like to see you in Chicago perhaps the Tuesday night. But I also know that you have family and you like to uh, – and you, you get out of town, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what do you think about that? I think it all depends on our Thanksgiving schedule. I would love to have you consume our resources for a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, but the it idea. Depends, but it depends heavily upon uh, what our Thanksgiving agenda will be. Now, I will say this. I had a dream last night. Oh, my. That I arose, arose, arrived back at home uh, after being on the road for an interminable length of time. Yeah. My wife informed me that tomorrow morning we were driving to Omaha for Thanksgiving. Right. Well, that would be, yes, you would have been and on the road said, for some time. It's early November, you know. Mm-hmm. And she goes, we are leaving tomorrow for okay. Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So my dream journey guide will be leaving very early. Okay. Yeah. Are you actually However, going to Omaha? That's where you're going? Yes, that will be our Thanksgiving destination. Where you can uh, where you can find some pleasure in the pages of the, was it, Omaha World Journal or something like that? Omaha World Herald. Omaha World the, Herald. Uh, detailed obituaries. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. The COD, the COD in all cases. Yes. May I also say it is a... Delight of this earth to drink with my father-in-law. Yes. Oh, what about it? Uh, he is. Uh, he says things like "dutiful guy," and uh, he talks about his friends who are all nicknamed Pinky, Slim, Irish, uh, Polish Pete, things like that. Oh, he's from. He's actually in a gangster in all gangster movies. Uh, not he, necessarily. He is, yeah, no, but he, he is a. Uh, He's just a salt of the earth Midwesterner. Yeah. That's what he is. Sounds great. Plainsman. 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 Yep. Sturdy, sturdy plain stock. Okay. That's what he is. So if, if it, yep. if it turns out that you are he both. He has a friend named Father Fuzz Furlong. That's great. Is he a priest? Yes, it is. Uh, he is a priest, yes, but he loves to drink. Yeah. That's funny that he used the conjunction, but. That's that, true. That would not have been my, that would not have yes, been. Yes. And he loves to drink. Yeah. My family, uh, before, so my grandparents uh, live in, uh, lived uh, before my grandmother passed. They uh, lived in Weston, Massachusetts, home of mm-hmm. St. Julius Parish, uh, which mm-hmm. is the last church, I believe, the last parish at which uh, Father Gagan uh, made, uh, made his spiritual home and mm-hmm. also the last parish at which he uh, touched uh, young men inappropriately. Right. Father. Uh, that Father, we know of. Father Jungi, yeah. right? That we know. Of. Uh, there actually were incidents after that, but he was—he had been uh, retired from the priesthood at that point. Before Gagan, though, very good, very good. Uh, before Gagan, um, mm-hmm. there was, and also simultaneous to Gagan, but he was kind of on his way out. But a very um, boisterous gentleman, a jolly, red-nosed, uh, named uh, Monsignor Rossiter, mm-hmm. and Monsignor Rossiter. Would I remember just yeah, I was only like, like three, three or four. Rosser was like a giant guy. He was like like John Goodman, like a gray haired John Goodman, and would okay. just sit on your couch. But like the way he sat on a couch, like a, like a chair, is like 
he it was like a competition between him and the chair to see who would win. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a challenging the chair to hold him. It was kind of how we did it. It was an athletic event, and uh, he would also mm-hmm. drink whiskey, just wow. whiskey. Yeah, he would just sit there and drink it. But that was fun. That's and that's the end of that story. I want to ask you a question. You have been away for a time. I know that um, after covering the ALCS, you returned home briefly, I believe, for a day or two. And then I had to go to Omaha. Right. For uh, my mother-in-law's 80th birthday. Okay. Yeah, but I was curious as to whether or not uh, your son recognized you, or if uh, he did. Oh, okay. He did. Yes. Okay. However, I would say that uh, I think the discipline has fallen off a notch in my absence. Uh oh. He is, uh, he is, uh, you know, right now he is, uh, being raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. And he got three timeouts okay. at, uh, preschool the other day. Okay. And I think until I return, he is an at-risk youth. Right. So I fear, I fear for his fate, particularly in the gang-infested neighborhood in which we live. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. could very easily end up. Uh, in one of those games. Yes, he could. Yes. That's why, although, uh, truth be told, I'm going for the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, I would not be opposed to a sweep at this point. Right. Now, let me ask you. Do you feel like maybe um, maybe your house in your absence has become not unlike um, the house of Odysseus in his absence? Uh, during the- uh, refresh me. What happened? Uh, well, he was away for the Trojan War, of course. And uh, on the way back, he uh, he stopped at at least one island... Uh, to mate for consecutive years with a, a beautiful songstress, uh, <laughs> an island songstress. And then he mm-hmm. uh, finally arrived home uh, where Penelope, his wife Penelope, uh, her house was uh, populated by suitors, uh, boorish okay. suitors. Uh, w- but Telemachus was so disgusted with them. But he had not you know, been properly raised by his father because he'd been quite young when his father left. So he did not know how to combat them. But then when... Ulysses came, Odysseus, uh, he promptly uh, beat them all with a club or something like this. I forget precisely. You know, it's funny you mention that because yeah. Yeah. I do have a my itinerary. Yeah. Uh, on the way home, uh, two years of sex with a woman, not my wife. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And uh, so, I, you know, upon my return, I'm not sure what she'll wait me. It'll even be a house. We well, can do that, like Beloit? Where's that? Uh, no, I no, probably, uh, Gary. Ypsilanti, maybe. Yeah, Ypsilanti. Ips, yeah. yeah. You'd probably find some co-eds in Ann Arbor or, or, uh, or, uh, East, uh, East Lansing, I guess. They would not have me. No. Yeah. No. They would not have you. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, probably yeah. got a dirty whore in Ypsilanti. <laughs> have a buzz out. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I don't know. I feel pretty good. Uh, yeah. Did you? Uh, That's good. That's really. Yeah. Did you have any? Yeah. Anything? I because I know that you you do have to get to the park. You were. I will say that uh, you you were um, champion in your efforts to make this make this possible. And you. Uh, you know, anything for you? Anything to accommodate your brunches? What are you drinking there? I have a sip of coffee. Sip of black coffee. Still working on I'm coffee not a, uh, two PM? I actually like man's I actually like dangling coffee and like you put some milk in it. I do like milk in it actually. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, I, I, I had a great shower here. 
great you shower. You did. Yeah, piping hot, uh, decent water pressure, unlike my home. Uh, some uh, organic, uh, all natural masturbation grade lotion mm-hmm. uh, was among the uh, complimentary sundries. Yeah, and I made use of that and showered up. You do seem and, to uh, enjoy the solitary, your solitude oh, and solitary God. type activities. It is. It is blessed. Yeah. It is blessed to be alone. Did you yeah. like being yeah. alone that much before you were? Yes. Yes. Okay. You've always liked it. Yeah. And yet I you, loved you, it. Yeah. you got married and had a child. I, I adore them. I love them. You love but, them uh, and you love solitude. And I love solitude. Solitude okay. is my mistress, uh, uh, as my T-shirt says. But uh. you will, and you will make love to solitude for two years. Uh, it's going to hurt her a lot more than it does me. Is that going to affect recording schedule of the podcast? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll 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 roll over and have a cigarette. Mid coital, mid coital broadcasting. Yeah. Hey, we could do that. Yeah. No, we could yeah. not for so many reasons. <laughs> for so many reasons. Actually, it would be like it's a quiet, like a. It's quieter than you might think. <laughs> it could be like a uh, like a replacement for Ipecac for uh, <laughs> families. Any, 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 the, our, our poison control podcast. Yeah, right. Anytime you have no, yeah. anytime you have yeah. no Ipecac present, uh, no fingers to, to thrust Dial in. this up. Yeah, that'll do it. This is me doing the hubba hubba. Yeah, a lot of hubba hubba. <laughs> well, uh, that's the sound I make. Yeah. Often. So you are. So you're secretly, or maybe not so secretly, pulling for the Tigers. They, they do. They look like they, they have their backs against the wall at the moment. Dane Perry. They're, they've been backed into a corner. They have are they going to punch their way out of it? Or are they going to get stabbed and die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only, two Only two options. Only two options. You'll find out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Find out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to, are you going to ask, now let me ask you this. This is actually the most important yes. Yes, Carson. question yeah. I'll have asked you is, uh, will you have an opportunity to ask Max Scherzer mm-hmm. any questions? Uh, it, it, it depends on uh, what the assi- post-game assignments are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that, that's my answer. I don't know yet. No. No. Will you ask him if he considers himself the Werner Herzog of American baseball pitchers? <laughs> I would love to ask him that. Will you please yes. do that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would love to ask him that just to uh, have my credentials revoked. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Will you read him uh, at length a passage from um, yes, from Jacques Derrida's uh, most difficult work mm-hmm. and ask him to provide an extemporaneous interpretation? I will do that in the media room presser. Yes, immediately after. So to annoy, annoy as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you. The misery and cherries on the salad is a nice touch. You know, you're lucky to get cherries on that salad uh, because there has been a there is a cherry shortage. I'm aware of this. Yeah, yeah. It's a and I I delight in Michigan cherries. Yeah. Some of the best. Absolutely. Some of the best. Absolutely. Yeah, Hitler's coconuts, is what they call it. <laughs> 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 you didn't know that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, fitting. Uh, we began uh, we began the episode uh, discussing Henry Ford. <laughs> and it's actually Henry Ford himself who called them Hitler's coconuts, I think. He coined the phrase. <laughs> yes, and in tour Michigan, yeah. tour Ford factories. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Hey, well, Dane, listen, uh, we'll have a little adult conversation briefly, but you've uh, what you've done is fulfilled your duty. You've, you've fulfilled your duty as a podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a real pleasure. I'm in your garden eating some salad, eating some salad, eating some salad, eating some salad, eating some salad. That has been uh, Dane Perry. Thank you, Dane Perry. I'm Carson uh, Sestuli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio. 